Hello and welcome to Sustainability Bites, the podcast sponsored by Schutterheim Partners. I am Margot Plurien and I will be your host for this episode. Today I have the pleasure to welcome my colleague Eleonora Roding, the CSRD expert. Thank you for joining us, Eleonora. Can you please tell us a bit about your background and what you're currently working on? Thank you, Margot, for inviting me here. Uh, it's an honor. And uh, so you asked me about my background. I have a background in biology and environmental science and a master's degree in international business. Um, so for example, I combine these two now uh, by working for a big European retailer um, on their first steps towards CSRD integrated and integrated reporting. That sounds great. Uh, I'm very lucky to have uh, indeed the CSRD expert uh, from Sotelar with us today. If you're working in sustainability, European affairs, or like us in both, you have probably heard about the CSRD or Corporate Social Reporting Directive. Could you quickly explain us what this is about, Eleanor? Yes, of course. So the CSRD is also called the Corporate Social Responsibility Directive. It comes from the EU and entered into force on the 5th of January this year, so in 2023. It's a sustainability reporting directive that requires firms to report about their ESG, so environmental, social, governance, developments and activities. So we hear a lot about the CSRD, but it's not only about the CSRD, correct? Uh, yes, indeed. It's part of a broader set of directives within the Green Deal. And it's meant to steer private investments towards sustainable businesses, sectors and activities. Um, this is needed because reaching our Paris Agreement goal will cost around 315 billion uh, euros a year, which obviously can't be all funded with public money. Apart from uh, stimulating the green transition, the CSRD increases insight into systemic risk as a result of climate change. So this, as well as it creates transparency and therefore accountability for companies. Um, the regulation will affect around 70% of EU businesses, from SMEs to large listed companies. And it has a gradual rollout from 2024 to 2026. As a team member working on sustainability strategy and reporting at Schutelar, you assist everyday our clients in implementing their sustainable objectives and in reporting their impact. Can you tell us more about the key challenges and opportunities created by the CSRD? Um, well, at Schutteler, we view the CSRD more as an opportunity for companies, a chance to truly embed sustainability in business models and strategies. So um, the most important changes in sustainability reporting under the CSRD uh, compared to current practices are, um, first of all, the use of mandatory European sustainability reporting standards, also called the ESRS. They consist of two general reporting requirements and two mandatory topical requirements, which is the own workforce and climate change. Furthermore, they have eight topical standards divided over the E, S and the G, such as biodiversity, workers in the value chain and business conduct. This means that the number of elements a company has to report about uh, has significantly increased um, with the arrival of the CSRD. And another very important aspect is uh, the notion of double materiality, right? Uh, yes, so that's the second big change that comes with the CSRD. Uh, double materiality is the perspective on a company's sustainability from two sides. So you have the impact and the financial perspective. 
A company needs to show that they have done an extensive and sound double materiality analysis based on the experience and expertise of internal and very important external stakeholders. So this brings us to the third point and that's stakeholder management. So for every material topic the company needs to disclose about, its stakeholders and stakeholder management practices are very important. Um, hereby it stimulates the company to take responsibility for their whole value chain by involving all the stakeholders over the whole chain. Yeah, and as we could uh, see last time with your colleague Taim de Vries uh, in our podcast on stakeholder management, there is more and more accent into like creating this connection across the chain and getting the information. If you haven't uh, listened to this podcast yet, I invite you to check the previous episodes. Yes, of course, Taim, he has so much expertise about this topic. Um, so the fourth um, change that comes with the CSRD is the management of the material topic and you need to extensively report about that as well. So for every identified material topic, the company has to disclose its governance, its strategy, its impact risk and opportunity management and the related metrics and targets that they use. And last but not least, um, external audit. Uh, the disclosed information needs to be audited by an external auditor on its compliance with the ESRS. Thus, apart from the financial information, also sustainability information in your report needs to be audited. Yeah, that's quite a lot. Uh, so in concrete terms, because you have tons of experience working with our clients, what would be your top five tips for organizations that want to get uh, ready or CSRD proof, if I may say? Um, yeah, good question. So a company could consider the following steps, though not necessarily in this order as I'm going to mention them. Uh, because it, of course, depends a lot on the actual workings of a company. Yeah, of course. But we say that um, always would be good to start with the CSRD gap analysis. So it's simply asking yourself the question, where are you now and where do you need to go? Um, then what we also recommend doing is to create a cross-functional sustainability team. So sustainability implementation in line with the CSRD requires an integrated approach. Therefore, we recommend setting up cross-functional teams that involve different disciplines and, has, and have regular contact with the management team. Therefore, we recommend setting up a cross-functional team that consists of different disciplines and has regular contact with the management team. Conduct a stakeholder analysis. So this means identifying your stakeholders and the main impacts in your value chain. Point four would be to do a double materiality analysis and involve all the internal stakeholders. And finally, embed responsibility for each identified material topic within the organization. So what I'm hearing now from what you are saying is like complying with the CSRD requires alignment of internal stakeholders, but also mapping external stakeholders as well as double materiality analysis. Is that correct or do I still need to take some classes? <laughs> no, exactly. You actually got it down to the point. So double materiality analysis is really not an easy concept and many companies struggle with stakeholder management. However, if done correctly, both these aspects can lead to a resilient company finances and innovative uh, business solutions for sustainability. We want to show our clients that therefore, if applied correctly, the CSRD can actually be a huge opportunity. 
So thank you Eleanor, that was a very comprehensive like 10 minutes how to get around the CSRD and you can get to know more and share with Eleanor and get her best tip and practical advice in the masterclass. So I really invite you to visit our website and LinkedIn page to check and learn more about these events. Thank you so much for joining us Eleanor and see you soon.